I'd be lying if I said I never had dinner with a white supremacist. I'm from Mississippi. I'd have to skip every family reunion <laughs> to avoid that. I was going to say it if you weren't. I have an Uncle Cooter. We, right? named, we named our dog Cooter. I don't know yeah. a guy named My Cooter. Uncle Cooter, I'm not saying he's racist, but he's definitely got to be bigoted against somebody. And welcome to the show, everybody. This is episode 14 of Winged Radicals. I'm Peyton. He's Mike. Hey, everybody. Uh, thank y'all for dropping by once again. Uh, last week, we got started with uh, the tragic news out of Colorado Springs, and this morning we're going to kind of clean that up a little bit with some of the latest information that we have on this guy. Yeah, so Anderson Lee Aldrich, who uses they-them pronouns, has been charged with five counts of first-degree murder and five counts of hate crime resulting in bodily injury following the mass shooting at Club Q last weekend in Colorado Springs. So this is the uh, this is the shooter's name here, Anderson Lee Aldrich, and he changed his name in 2015 from Nicholas Brink. So know your shooter. Yeah, so he didn't uh, he didn't like change it from a male to a female name or female to a male name. He just changed his name right to a, to a last name. Looks like. We're at Anderson now. Yeah. Yep. Well, he changed his first name. He, he changed the whole yeah. name, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what that's all about. Um, yeah, so there was, I guess, kind of up up at the beginning of all this, like different reports of like, hey, maybe he's trans, maybe he's gay, maybe this, that, and the other thing. Um, according to him, he's non-binary, but, I mean, he, he's not coming out as trans or gay or... Anything else, he's just non-binary and doesn't like gay people. Yeah. From what I read, some guy that he was sort of associates with said he never heard anything about this non-binary stuff. I think this is like a, a defense move to like get out of the hate crime portions of his charges by saying, oh, I'm, I'm also one of them. I, I I'm non-binary. That. Yeah. That's like, hey, your lawyer's like, hey, maybe pick something. You changed your name. Pick something that you are. Yeah, but of course, like some some of the mainstream media outlets have to go with it. So, like, check this out. This is from CNN. I'm reading from an article I was trying to read up on last night. Um, says Aldrich, whose attorneys say uses they them pronouns, acknowledged they had watched a video about their rights and said they had no questions. That was kind of confusing because I'm like, wait, who's because it's, they? Oh, oh, that's the one person. Because it's grammatically incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> the defendant can be seen slumped over in a chair, their head resting on their right shoulder behind two defense lawyers. Yep. I think we, you and I uh, read the same article there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's CNN for you. Fox had they no run with information on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so... I guess we talked about last week how when we were talking about it, there was like no information and we were like, hey, next week I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of stuff out. So the shooter used a combination of an AR style weapon and a handgun. Um, we talked about how the police didn't have to do anything when they got there. And I say anything, you know, relatively like they didn't have to deescalate when they got there because he would, the, the shooter was already subdued. So it turns out that uh, Army veteran Richard Fierro was a guest at the club that night and tackled him to the ground, and he beat the shit out of him with his own handgun. Um, and then a second uh, guest ran in and kicked or pushed the AR rifle, I guess assault rifle, away from him 
And then they both just detained him, held him down until police got there. So the reason the shooter had to be hospitalized was because this army vet beat the shit out of him with his handgun. Yeah, and maybe the army vet, I mean, he was celebrating a birthday, I think, right? Uh, it was something like that. I don't yeah, know if it was so, his birthday or if it was someone else's birthday. I think it said he was celebrating a birthday. And so I'm guessing the odds are pretty good that um, he himself is a member of the LGBTQ community it's, if he's celebrating his birthday at this club. It's probably pretty safe. Like, to pretty safe. That, yeah, unless you're, like, just, you know, attending, like, yeah. your son's birthday. Maybe. It could. No, who knows? Yeah, but who it knows? was... But, but it's possible. Yeah, it's, it's highly likely. It's likely. So, I mean, there, that goes to show you, like, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know gays in the military like you might want them in your foxhole you know what i'm saying yeah i mean yep i definitely yeah it's you know so that's just one thing so i did want to point out that his neighbor back on the whole is he actually uh a non quote-unquote non-binary person one of his neighbors actually said he specifically remembered one time that this guy aldrich vocalized verbally that they did not they meaning the one guy the shooter here did not like or slash hated the gays Using a derogatory term for them, he added that many other outbursts were racial. Yep. Um, so that's just one guy who claims to have known him, but yeah, well, neighbor, I have no neighbor, to, hearing I have no, him. Yeah, I have no reason yeah. not to believe the neighbor. Yeah, I mean, if you're, it seemed like there is an apartment type neighbor because I think he said, I think the report said across the hall. So I mean, you hear, yeah, you hear shit like shouting and whatever. He said he used to hear him playing video games with his buddies, and that's when you'd hear him yelling that he, you know, hates gays and. Like you said, other racial things. Yeah. Um, apparently, I don't know if it was the same neighbor, but I think it was. Um, I guess the shooter had also shown this neighbor his guns at one point, and the neighbor was like, "Oh, those are the types of that's the type of gun that scares me." And um, he was like, <clears throat> "The shooter was like, it's not guns that kill people; it's people with guns that kill people." Like he said that line. Basically, he's like, "You should be afraid of me." I'm describing me. Right, and so the guy's like, "That's kind of chilling." Now, after the fact, yeah, yeah. Looking back on it, it's, yeah, absolutely. So, um, the shooter had he was living with his grandmother at the time. Apparently, he's lived with his grandmother for quite a while. Um, he was arrested a year ago for a bomb threat that he made. I guess he showed up at his mom's house and threatened to blow the place up. He There was a video um, saying that there's police outside, shows him yelling at police. It doesn't show police outside, but um, he's like yelling at the police, like, come in here and I'll blow everything up. And uh, I guess when the police finally did get in, they couldn't find any evidence of a bomb or anything. And then the charges were dropped because um, I guess the charges would have been against or from his mom. Maybe so. The charges were dropped. Um, the records were sealed, and so when if he were to go buy these guns since then, um, which we don't know if he did, he might have already had the guns. But if he bought the guns since then, they wouldn't have shown up on a background check because the records were sealed, right? And no charges were filed. So this is why we need red flag laws. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not totally joking because I actually think those could be effective. Yeah, totally. But there are some states that like have red flag laws and people don't always report the red flags and they're still end up, you know, people that do shootings. But I mean, I feel like this guy, you could have been like, nope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Some people I feel like you could just look at and just be like... (laughs) Jail, go to jail. No, just like Send him to don't jail. get a gun. Like <laughs> he walks in, and ding ding ding, get out, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. It's not worth it. <laughs> That's terrible. But I mean, 
you know, it's better to be extra, extra, extra safe because you have people like this. So what do we do to protect ourselves, man? Like, are you like, are you like going to Target like fucking strap nowadays? No, uh, there's certain places that I was so so. My biggest problem is that I got my concealed right. I was almost a year ago, and I haven't bought a gun small enough to carry with me. Uh-huh. So we have Hannah's handgun for like in the car, but it's still too big for me to want to put in my pants. You know. Yeah, because you can't like, you can't have you can't you can't be seen right. Like I mean, you right? Have to, it can't be obviously that it's there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if someone had a real keen eye and knew, it, it wouldn't be illegal. But you can't imprint and like. Yeah. Yeah. So. I can't have a gun outline in my my tight short shorts right. that I wear, which you, you do know? wear. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so. I don't think I can, I can anyway in most of my attire, but in general, yes, I don't have a gun that's conducive to that. Now, would I walk around Target strapped? No, I wouldn't. But there are certain situations, like a movie theater, where you don't have an exit right near you, and someone can just walk into the front of the theater, and you're pretty fucked. Like, that case, I probably would start doing that once I got one. Um, there's certain, like, large venues. I don't know. Anytime you go to Walmart. Absolutely. That's yeah, a that's, fucking... That's for sure. You open yeah. carry at Walmart, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Safety off. Yeah. I got my concealed, too, and um, I, I don't know if I've ever used it. I don't know if I've ever concealed... <laughs> Define used. Anywhere. Okay. <laughs> I've never shot I, anyone. I got it in the vehicle, like kind of like you. Yeah. Uh, it is, I did buy one that was small enough to yeah. conceal as soon as I got it, and I've just never really... I've never shot the gun. Yeah, and I just feel like I need to get more comfortable with it before, before I you start carry it anywhere. In public. You know what I'm so saying? That's a very responsible outlook. Like, hey, I don't know my weapon. I'm not going to carry it in public. But I don't know now because I mean I feel like shit. Everything's wild. no experience might be better than no gun at all at this point. Right. Or you need an army vet with you that can just grab the shooter's oh, yeah. gun and beat the shit out of him. Just bring an army vet with you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So no, I mean I have a concealed. You have concealed. I, I people safe people with guns the people with conceals aren't the ones that are doing this shit obviously i mean i I don't i still don't even know how that's an argument we're gonna end up down second amendment and all that but like no you see these reports all the time like the one in texas was hilarious the guy walked well not hilarious okay sorry but (laughs) (laughs) dude walks into a church gets ready to shoot people and there's like five dudes stand up immediately and drop the guy it's like continue with the sermon yeah who (laughs) who's dumb enough to go to a church in texas and think they're not gonna get blasted it's like as soon as he walked in Uh, dropped i mean so I mean, you you can prevent a lot of stuff like this. Now it shouldn't happen in the first place. You should probably tackle root cause. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a great solution because obviously, just like statistically, I'm sure you would agree. Like if you have a whole, more guns out there and more people are strapped, like you're going to have more shootings, whether justified or not. Kind of in a sense, you know what I mean? And more accidents and like more whatever innocent bystanders. I don't know. Like all of that. Like sure. it sucks, but I, I at the same cons- time, like if, if unless we get rid of the Second Amendment, basically. Yeah, we have to. I would concede be proactive. that if, if you flood the market with more guns, you're gonna have more accidents, more kids getting them, more people not taking care of them the right way. Um, like malicious activities, sure, it happens with you know you go get a background check and there's no red flags and you get your gun. Like that type of thing happens. That's the thing that shouldn't happen. I wouldn't say maybe just make the background check take for fucking ever or whatever. You know, like you shouldn't stop 
these good citizens from getting their guns, but you should do more to stop the bad ones from getting their guns. And maybe have mandatory fucking take care of your firearm training where, like, you have to have proof of a safe in your house or certain shit like that. You know, like, you could do other things to, to make sure that the safe people are actually safe because there's a ton of mishandling deaths each year from just stupid, like, oh, hey, buddy, like, I look at my new gun that I got and you fucking pull the trigger and shoot someone in the head on accident. Yeah. You know? Anyway, next topic. Yep. You're getting bored with that one, huh? Yeah. You don't want to be down Second Amendment. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> the state of Florida is apparently looking to amend its resign to run law, which states that an elected official who is seeking a higher office must resign from his or her current role. Now, this is obviously to allow the newly reelected governor, Ron DeSantis, to continue his well-deserved role as Florida governor while also campa- campaigning for 2024 presidency. Um, why did you say well-deserved? Because he won by 20%. He fucking earned that one. Okay. Wait, repeat what you said. You want to re- Okay. Uh, to continue his well-deserved role as okay. Florida governor. So well-deserved is different than... They say well-earned? Than, you know, legitimately won. Okay, give me a good so word. Give me a word, like, give me a word on the feel- spot. I'll change it on the fly. What is it? To allow Ron DeSantis to continue his role as Florida governor. I'll just take it out of there. We'll get no bias from Mike <laughs> on the end. Yeah, I'm just trying to fight with you. I I'm just trying to fight with you. It's supposed I, to be the, just the facts, and you're, you know, you're well, on the I, intro, but I was, and you're, fucking, you're fucking being a was, fucking stand for Ron DeSantis. A, it was a statistical analysis <laughs> of how much he destroyed this I, other nerd. All I right, see what you mean. I don't like Ron DeSantis at all. <laughs> Boo. Boo him. <laughs> Um, I was just trying to fuck around. I know. Um, yeah, so they're passing. They're they're trying to pass this thing so he doesn't have to step down as governor, so he can run for president, which he hasn't announced yet. But obviously, this kind of shows we're gearing up, making it a yeah. smooth path for him to just come right in. I support this. I support this um, law uh, or the the changing of the current law. Um, I support the policy of the governor being able to run for president without stopping being governor. Um, I think most states allow a sitting governor to continue being a sitting governor while they run for president. I think the only a few states, including Florida recently has changed that. Yeah. You know, but they've bounced. Um, Florida's bounced back and forth on it a bunch. It seems like, okay. Cause I think it's an, Oh, I think, I know it said it, but I'm pretty sure the year was 08. It used to be like this. Like, this was okay in 08, and then they flipped it. I think as recently as 18, they changed it. They ch- they, yes, they did revise this in 18 to not allow not it. Allow it. Right. Yeah, and so, so they, they just, just keep going back and forth on yeah, it. Yeah, just four years later, bang, um, you're going to change it. I did mean you mentioned other states. I meant to look that up on on what like the percentages of states that have a law like this or that don't. You know, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how I think Florida only stacks a, up. I think only a handful, you know, bar the office holder from seeking another office without resigning. Yeah. Um, I, th- and I, so I think the normal position is in, in most States is to allow someone to continue being governor or whatever as they run for yeah. office. I mean, um, you know, a guy like DeSantis, I mean, I don't know how much, much he's worth. Obviously he's fine. But oh, I mean, like, like actually, like monetary, like yeah, his wealth wise. Yeah. But like you know, some people might not 
be able to afford just like, oh, I'm not going to get income anymore. Yeah. And maybe. let me go and, and, and let me go run. Um, they may need that income. And so I feel like it is a uh, sort of, you'd be forcing God. It, it's like a, uh, a pro middle class way to do it is to allow someone to continue getting the income from their public office while they seek another office. Yeah. Like it's just probably not a big concern because very few like working class people are going to be running for president. But I mean, you know, I think he could do the job uh, as governor while also running. Sure. It's not like ideal to have your attention elsewhere, but I mean, I'm sure everyone that, uh, cover, I'll say covers for him. That sounds bad, but all his administration or whatever is probably just plenty capable enough of handling the, the day in and day out stuff while he's campaigning. Right. Like a big part of what a politician is, is a, you know, a, figurehead a spokesperson for policies giving speeches being a face um being someone you can trust to do what your agenda would like um although they don't necessarily have a hands-on day-to-day eight-hour clock in clock out type of function although we did talk about how desantis seems to do that more so than than maybe some others with like the hurricane stuff and other things he seems to at least know what's going on a lot he's not just being handed a script so in the case of a hurricane yes in that case (laughs) But you're thinking like you not know. with everything. So people are already handling that shit. So him stepping aside to do presidency, like you, you probably won't notice. But even even the even the hurricane stuff, it's like how how if if he slept through the whole thing, how much really changes? <laughs> you know, he probably did. It was only here for like ten hours. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> like we still had Fort Myers local officials made certain decisions that cost a lot of people there a lot of hardship, whether yeah. it be bodily harm or property harm or whatever like they you know they didn't do what they needed to do there on a local level that wasn't in ron's hands per se Mm -hmm. um or maybe he maybe he did have a gaffe there maybe he should have been more uh stepped in direct and stepping in and making sure making more phone calls make sure they all editing that out (laughs) (laughs) didn't happen fake news he's perfect but yeah I, i support this to be honest with you yeah i mean it makes sense so um, even though he hasn't announced, I guess it's being alleged that he's waiting till March. There's some, se- I don't understand this part of, of government and sessions and all that. There's some session in March that's going to start or close or something. And then he's planning to announce after that. The legislative session. Okay. Okay. So, um, Florida doesn't have a year long legislature. Okay. Like a lot of States don't aren't in session for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause they can handle whatever a state's yearly updates are within three months, which sure. is the case with Florida. So it's saying the session's going to end then. Okay. And then he'll kind of be more freed up. Yeah. Like in terms of him being able to run that, you know, w- his job is busy during session more gotcha. so than not. And sure. the session is not all year. Some, some States, I think California, for example, you know, they have a, a, a year long session. I mean, not the whole year isn't one session, but they're, they're in their role for the whole year. It's a it's a full time job. Yeah, put it yeah, that way. Yeah. Um. But Florida is not, and so you know they don't get paid as much as say like someone in California because that's a full time job. Sure. In Florida, it's much less. Okay. It's more of a kind of power and prestige and things like that. I got you. So uh, allegedly, that's what we're waiting on is is this uh, this March 
2023 for uh-huh. him to announce, which gives them time to fix this, uh, the resign to whatever that right. He called. can sign that into law. <laughs> right. Um, and then apparently also right after Trump announced, like he was getting bombarded with questions and interviews and he told everyone to chill out, <laughs> I guess, quote unquote, chill out. Like I'll announce when I'm ready. If I'm going to, he's like, I'm focused on governor right now. Leave me the hell alone. So it seems like they might be just setting up, you know, getting a nice little, yeah. nice little package ready for March. And then we'll see what, we'll see what happens then. Yeah. I could see them passing some, like some laws that are, um, signaling, type laws uh stuff that would sound good when you run for president that you got passed you know what i mean that you yeah. supported that you did so we, we could see some more anti-woke or whatever type of stuff coming down yeah because they're they're gonna the, he has super majorities in the in the state house and mm-hmm. state senate like he can, you know he can do it every once yeah so all right so we're on to our uh, our favorite person here trump Last week, U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland appointed federal prosecutor Jack Smith as special counsel for two ongoing criminal investigations against Trump by the DOJ. And this was just days after Trump announced his run for president in 2024. Um, Garland defended his appointment of special counsel, stating, quote, the Department of Justice has long recognized that in certain extraordinary cases, it is in the public interest to appoint a special prosecutor to independently manage an investigation and prosecution, end quote. Yeah, who knew that there's like a loophole around the whole federal freaking prosecution <laughs> setup? You could just be like, uh, "Oh, I'm I'm running for president. I I need a special <laughs> prosecutor." <laughs> but no, this makes sense. Um, you know, I actually think this is a great. This is great. This seems good. I don't. I think. I think this guy is fucking is a bulldog. And I think he's about to fucking get him. I think I think who's a bulldog? Jack Smith, oh, the okay. special counsel. Yeah, and he's I about think, to just fucking lace into. Yeah, uh, I think Trump's met his fucking maker with this one. So isn't he just there to make sure? Like he's not he's not influencing anything. He's not telling anyone what to question mark. These are all question marks. Oh, okay. He's not telling anyone uh, what to do or how to run the investigation. Isn't he just like observing and not getting in the way and then being like? Nah, you're not doing that right. Or that's fucked. I don't agree with you. I think isn't he just like he's kind of observing as like an unbiased party to make sure that no one fucks anything up or does anything malicious either way. All question marks. Well, no, I. Well, I'm not going to tell you that I understand this at a. Yeah. No. Sure. Super finite level, but. I think he's more hands on than that. Okay. Yes, he has his full team. Yeah, that is coming over from like the Justice Department, and he he's just the one that gets to make the final decisions on whether to prosecute or not. Um, as so he's yes, I mean the, the point is to be an impartial or as impartial as possible. Mm-hmm. He's a registered independent politically. He's going to be the one to 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 make the final call on whether they're going to move forward with the prosecution after looking at all of this, but he also does, you know, get in there and, 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 you know, call some shots and maybe make some certain decisions on who to question and how to question and, yeah, okay. and timelines and stuff like that. I mean, he is a, you know, yeah, 
top guy. So if he wasn't in there, I guess it would just be up to all these other people. And now he's kind of stepping in as like a supervisor being like, let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do this because there are holes in this investigation and we need to fill those holes. I mean, he's ultimately there to like take heat off of Merrick Garland and, and you know, because you got to Merrick Garland basically represents the executive branch, which means he represents Biden, who's running for re-election, as far as we know. Yep. And the, he was appointed by Biden too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so the other guy, uh, Trump, is obviously a former president and running for president. So he's just trying to. He needs to say, back out. I'm he backing out. Impartial. But the but the people that like the person that's in charge of the um, documents case and the person that's in charge of the January sixth case, those people are still there and still. Yes, going to be doing their That's job. Why, so, 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 so Smith he's has just come one, in. He's just one more yeah. person above that, right? In terms of the final decisions and to look at all the evidence himself, and and to make the decision on his own. But for what I understand, like one of the, you remember the Mueller guy, right? The yep. other special counsel yep. guy. Yeah, <laughs> a totally different situation because Trump was the executive, so it's way different being special counsel under a president that can basically fire you or fire your boss and their boss. And, right. you know, um, but Mueller, one of the attorneys for, that worked under Mueller was like described as this, let's say bulldog. And that guy tweeted out that he's like a golden retriever puppy compared to Jack Smith. Yeah. Shit. So like, sure. He's, he's not one to back down from a fight. If you know, a lot of prosecutors, if it's a hard case, you know, they might want to settle out or like mm-hmm. dodge it. Cause they don't want to look bad. This guy's like, no, I wouldn't do this job if that was me. Yeah. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So I um, feel like, cause, cause, cause uh, definitely, I don't know about the January 6th that could probably get slippery. I don't know. But with the documents thing, that seems kind of like open and shut. Just, you yeah, know what I mean? Cut, so I like, can't see him not going after him on that one <clears throat> in some way. So maybe, so this maybe he's like, let's, let's go really hard on that one. And then like, maybe we, I don't know. You'll see, I don't know. like bury him here. Or maybe he just buries him on both, you know, like, fuck it. Your host, my guy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this guy, Jack Smith, how it's being described is he's, he's probably the best guy that is currently working. That's like not retired. That could do this is what it seems like. He was most recently, I guess, investigating war crimes abroad. And, um, I think he's been out of us political stuff recently so he's being brought in from that thing to do this he's been staying out of all of our bullshit and now he's here to settle all this stuff and he's being described as a a perfect person to do this but his wife oh god has made campaign donations to democrats so the whole thing is tainted Well, no got, matter what he does, he's got, what the facts are, it's he's got, tainted. He's got no integrity. So <laughs> apparently you're not allowed to get married if you want to be unbiased. And uh, if you do and your wife happens to have any type of opinion of her own, you're fucked and can't do this type of role. I mean, in all fairness, <laughs> what are women can be say? persuasive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So Jack Smith is a registered Democrat, <laughs> <laughs> essentially. And Trump's going down. No. No. So for real, though, um, I've seen people on both sides on social media complaining about this special counsel. So I, I can't even tell. It seems like that this is not favorable for Trump based on what I'm reading. However, 
I've been seeing from both sides that it's ridiculous that we're doing this because it benefits the other side in a certain way. Are you are you aware of any of this? Does this sound right? Is there any what like this this definitely is a bad for Trump, right? I, I can't say definitely because Or it's just neutral. It's not bad for anyone, it just is what it is. Well, if it, it can make him a martyr. And so, you know what I mean? Want like, to say that? No, like, no, I'll just say no. Okay. So well, it. so it's like someone that, um, is like lionized for, uh, kind of sacrificing it all for, for the cause. Yeah. It's so like, it it is it's uh like MLK was martyred maybe you could yeah. say um, you heard it here <laughs> so, Trump and MLK are the so, same person <laughs> so like <clears throat> it it, it kind of fuels his victim status and the, his whole you know the elites are after me so even they, if they, they, they're down. not after me they're after you and i'm yeah. just in the way you know that whole deal about the fbi and you know you're gonna probably hear defund the fbi now like not defund the police that's a left-wing statement defund the fbi yeah that's not right wing or something um <laughs> or something <laughs> like i wouldn't be surprised if this is what like certain members of the Freedom Caucus and Congress are saying in January, let's yeah. defund. Let's we don't need a federal bureau of investigation. Uh, policing is a state level, uh, fundamentally a state level uh, concern. Yeah, we, we need to go after their budget if they're going to be going after Republicans. Blah 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 blah. So, anyway, I mean, so I, even if he goes I, I, I down, would, they could play it like, well, there's another victim of left wing. You bullshit. can run. You can run for president from jail. It's what? happened before. What? Yeah. Well, because maybe ah, fuck Jesus. There's a socialist guy, Eugene, Eugene Jesus, V. Sorry. Debs, back in the early 1900s, and um, he was running it on like the you know socialist ticket um, from jail, and I think he got like he got some votes. I want to say from every jail in the country, <laughs> they all yeah. voted. So there's no telling, man. Oh man. Okay, so this, yeah. I mean, it's who it helps and all that is kind of unpredictable. I mean, it I just, would think this this would be bad for Trump in the sense that, yeah. I mean, this guy is apparently, you know, hard-nosed. The facts, I think, are not going to be friendly to Trump. And so, therefore, he will prosecute. And so, that's not good for Trump. But it's also maybe not great for America. So I don't know what you were saying that you saw from people on social media, but if they're, if they're saying, Hey, I really wish they would just shut down this case. Um, just so that we didn't have to deal with the, no one says that. Okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) no, no one actually wants America to be better on social media. It seems like everyone just wants their side to win. I think it's, kind of how it is but no i don't know anything specifically but there were things like oh trump's gonna get off because of this new special counsel or oh this is unfair this is a left-wing special counsel so trump's gonna get buried it's like i've seen both sides saying like this is really good for him or really bad for him just based on uh, their opposition to the other side and it's it seems like it's neither it's just a guy is coming in to supervise the whole mess oh i see what you're saying yeah i saw some i saw some little bit of liberal stuff being like oh this is just gonna slow down things Mm -hmm. this is garland's basically just helping yeah there's a good uh, one garland's just helping trump you know with another 
delay. You Why, know what I mean? So what, really, it's a part of, I think, either either Justice Department policy or the law that in a circumstance like this, he's right. supposed to appoint a special counsel. So, yep. like, you know, it's it, yes, in, in some sense like that, um, you know, when the left doesn't get their way, you know, they – they become not fact-based so all of a sudden. To me, it seems like a good thing for the left, and, and how you phrased it was perfect, that Merrick Garland is helping Trump, and I believe I've seen seen uh, uh, rhetoric like that. And I'm like, why would Garland help Trump if he's appointed by Biden? So it's confusing, but it's like he's not intentionally helping him. It's like, oh, God, this is going to help Trump now because it's going to delay the whole thing, and Garland's being an idiot for appointing a special counsel instead of just letting it happen is probably what they mean. Yeah. Like- yeah. You don't have to do this. Just freaking prosecute him. Just right. do it already. You so, know. Yeah. So that was a good, uh, good segue into this. This one point I had here was, uh, I guess there's concern that it gets delayed so much that this goes beyond January 20 of 2025, and Trump could be sworn in again and pardon himself. Oh that, my God! I read that on uh, CNN that they they are concerned that this gets so dragged out for another what two years. Two years, I guess. I don't think and that, that he pardons a, himself. I don't know if that's a thing, but <laughs> I mean, there's ask, probably some theory somewhere. Ask your boys over at CNN. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> you know, like, well, I don't know. Uh, Why can't it be? Perhaps he could. Um, yep, I fucked up. See. Done. Pardon. I, yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can be president and murder someone and be like, yep, pardon myself. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was justified. <laughs> You don't need to know the details. Just know I handled my shit. Pardoned. I, I, but Trump, Trump's, I don't even, dude, I think he's done. I really don't even think this is something we have to worry about. I think he's so fucking done. As soon as DeSantis announces, let's say in March or whatever, yeah, and he's full steam ahead, I, I think he's just going to climb. I think he's- People he's, are done with fucking Trump. I think people are done with him, and I think he's getting fatigued with all the, the shit being thrown at him. Whether he deserves it or not, forget that real quick. I just think- he seems like he seems frustrated. He was like, um, he's like, I don't understand. Uh, no, hold on. I have it. I have it here somewhere. He goes, oh, he was quoted saying, I've been proven innocent for six years on everything from fake impeachments to Mueller who found no collusion. And now I have to do more. It's not accurate. It is so unfair. It is so political. Like he sounds saddened. Like he's like, please just leave me alone. He's, that's he's, just, that's just his bullshit. It is. But I think it's gotten more and more. I mean, Two years ago, three years ago, he'd have been like, fuck you, we're taking him down, we're going to storm the Capitol. <laughs> and now he's like, oh, man, leave me alone. Nah, well, he's running. He's running. He it's not running. like he's not running. So He is running. Yeah, he's stepping in the line of fire. All right. And we're about to tell everyone another reason why <laughs> <laughs> we're so dumb with this guy. So early last week, Trump attended a dinner meeting with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes at his Mar-a-Lago resort, the former of which is a well-known rapper and the latter of which is a well-known white supremacist. <laughs> uh, Trump dinners. So, yeah, um, it, you know, you'd, you'd have to be, you'd have to be just ridiculous at this point to, to support <laughs> This guy, I mean, you really have to be a, a, just an idiot. I'm sorry. Um, but he's, he's not sorry. But I'd be lying if I said I never had dinner with a white supremacist. 
I'm from Mississippi. I if I had I'd have to skip every family reunion <laughs> to avoid that. I was gonna say it if you weren't. <laughs> I mean, I got a I have an uncle Cooter. <laughs> That's we, right. named, we named our dog Cooter. I don't know yeah. a guy named My Cooter. uncle Cooter. I'm not saying he's racist, but he's definitely got to be bigoted against somebody. Yeah, I probably. Mean, it'd be scary if he had a you know a Twitter back in the day. Um, mm. so I mean, sometimes you got to break bread with the other side. Um, but in this case, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to meet people where they are, talk it out. But in this case, I don't even think you knew right. Nick Fuentes and who that was. The problem is, you know, why the fuck are you talking with Kanye? That's, I, I, that's I, the problem. That's yeah, the I mean, there. With all the heat he's a, he's in right now, right. if if you're running for president, who the fuck says this is a good idea? Yeah, to meet with him. Who knows what could happen from that? From the optics and all that. I mean, sure, two crazy guys meeting together to try to help each other out or whatever. Or if he wants to help Kanye, I mean, I guess that's nice. But so apparently, Kanye <laughs> requested to see Mar-a-Lago, wanted to come see it, and. Trump stated that Kanye West very much wanted to visit Mar-a-Lago. Our dinner meeting was intended to be Kanye and me only, but he arrived with a guest whom I had never met and knew nothing about. So he came out and said this after he started taking heat about it. Allegedly, it was supposed to be the two of them chilling at Mar-a-Lago, and Kanye, being Kanye, decided to bring a white supremacist and, uh, what is it, Holocaust denier. Yeah along with him he thought that would be a good idea that'd be good for trump's image while he's running for president let me do that like that's that's just a selfish mood move like if he's trump's willing to invite you kanye who he has a relationship with fine you're taking heat but you're my buddy we'll invite you and then you're gonna like fuck me over by bringing someone that i don't know allegedly don't know All you know what though and also this gives a different feel to Kanye's uh, White Lives Matter shit. You remember we talked about that, and we were like, oh, oh yeah, this is kind of fair. And now it's like, oh, fuck. Are you saying uh, white lives don't matter he, now? He, he was saying white lives. He might have been saying, well, the White Lives Matter is associated with some white supremacist folks, even though obviously the statement isn't like wrong. But yeah. like yeah, yeah. now that you're bringing uh, white supremacists to Mar-a-Lago with you, Damn, can you be a black white supremacist? I guess not, but like, you know, it make it makes that whole thing look worse. And apparently, that interview that he gave with Tucker Carlson, where he seemed like somewhat not crazy, that was all due to heavy editing. Apparently, oh, and was he it? was saying all kind of like Holocaust, oh, all man, kind of anti-Jew type shit. I defended him I based know. on his Tucker Carlson email or, or uh, interview, and I actually have a little note to myself here to remind myself to say that. You know, we provide updates on this show, not just in politics, but with our own opinions. I am not defending Kanye anymore. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts. I'm, I'm no Big longer. Big flapjack facts. I'm, I'm not a one. Kanye sympathizer. I'm done. No, no. We're done with him. Um, yeah, so apparently, like, because in that interview, and I didn't watch the whole interview. I watched like a five-minute clip or something. Apparently, it's like a two-hour interview or some shit. But... Or like, not what aired, but right. um, apparently he was like talking about um, Jared Kushner, um, Trump's son-in-law, okay, and how they broker all these deals for themselves in the Middle East, and 
you could have, it, it would have been understandable if you heard that in the actual interview, the way they edit it and thought he was talking about like they, the children of Trump, mm -hmm. but he was actually like talking about, or it seems to be that he was just talking about Jews because Kushner's oh. Jewish. Oh. So like he's really down the rabbit hole on this conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we are not defending him anymore in right. any, anyway. So, <clears throat> right. So, so point being, if you're Trump and you're trying to, you're, you're like, clearly he's trying to be more presidential. Well, like with that speech where he announced that he was running, that's what he well, stated apparently at the dinner that, he, and he stated it being, at the dinner that he's being told by his advisors to read off teleprompters and to be more presidential. Like basically that shit worked for you back then. The country wants a more responsible person. Rein it in. But Fuentes, the right. white supremacy guy, he he was there like, nah, I don't, I don't like that. We we want the real Trump, and Trump's like, oh, I like this guy. You know, yeah. he gets me. He's, yeah. he's you know he's quoting my speeches from 2016. Yeah. Um, but shit, I don't know what I was gonna say. But um, anyway, if you're trying to be more presidential, you don't also have Kanye over. That's, and all this. That's the big problem. So what's what's kind of confusing here is if is if this Fuentes guy is really a white supremacist, why is he hanging out with Kanye? But Kanye is also like a white guy trapped in a black guy's body, it seems like. But I doubt that they're hanging out because of his white supremacist uh, things. It's probably because of his Holocaust-denying stuff. So that's probably why I'm, they're there. A guy like Nick, though, the Fuentes guy, Yeah, a lot of people forget don't understand in politics people will say anything to up their clout yeah so like there's all kinds of politicians in history that were like they weren't really democrats or republicans heavy they were just like which is going to be the better move for me mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's not necessarily a bad thing to be like kind of moderate and be like i'm not really in bed with either i'm not super partisan yeah but but democrats are popular in this county so I'll register as a Democrat and I'll kind of like do that thing. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's politics. But so, I, but in this guy's case, he's more of a personality trying to be like more of a media figure ever since college. And he's only like, I think 24. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know exactly his age. It said 24. Okay. Yeah. I think he's born. Yeah. He's born in 1998. So yeah, he's 24 ish. Um, but you know, ever since he kind of, got into politics, he's been talking crazy. And I think, you know, he's probably the type that would switch and alter his view. I don't know if he's a true white supremacist or like if he was, and now he's kind of transitioning to a different, I don't know how angle. you, I don't know how you can, when you do something as extreme as be a white supremacist, I don't think that's one where you can like, you know, snake around and like, Oh, now, now I really love the blacks. You know, it's like, you just said you want them to die by being a white supremacist. Well, and I also don't know, I don't know myself what he's actually said. That's true. I don't know what so level. It's possible what he's that at. he sort of dog whistled to white supremacist. In other words, said things where he would have plausible deniability, said kind of uh, racist adjacent comments without Maybe. being purely racist comments That's true. and has been labeled by the mainstream media as white supremacists by the doj has labeled him as a white okay. supremacist well, again also. i'm not defending him and i'm sure he probably has said some pretty crazy shit so i'm, I'm sure but you're just saying we don't know we don't, we don't know what a, specifically we don't know, he said he might everyone can pivot i mean yeah people say crazy shit and then pivot later i mean biden does it all the time <laughs> 
well, politics, especially if, especially <laughs> over the course of forty years. Um, so apparently during this dinner, uh, Kanye also told Trump that he wanted to run for president in twenty twenty four. Did you see that? Yeah, and uh, I guess. <laughs> Why would you tell the man that? You're in his home. <laughs> and he's just announced a couple days ago. Shit's not going well for him. And you're like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run with, like. Let me ask you something. Mm. Is the idea of Kanye running crazy? Like, do you think that would be a crazy person to have as president? I think so. Okay. Yes, I'm trapping you. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> feel, like, I feel like I'm being baited. The answer should be yes, which he would know would be my answer. So what's the question? <laughs> what's the real question? <laughs> what I'm saying is Trump running in 2016 was just as crazy. Except for the fact that he's not black. And because people, you know, view that more, you know, in a discriminatory way, there's a certain white privilege with Trump. He can be crazy as he is and run. You know, Kanye is going to have a, a much a more uphill battle acting I, the way see, he does. I don't know because I don't think that I think the the days of uh, white presidents are probably coming to an end here soon. Okay, <laughs> if you're a male, white male presidents are coming to an end. Kanye's got an advantage, I think. He's just no, too, no, no. He's no. being too well, crazy. I, there's still a lot of white voters. Okay. I, I know. So I know. That's like, yeah. not gonna, you know. Yes, we are having. We had an Obama, and we're gonna have more of those. And we're gonna have more women, and all that. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But Kanye still is gonna. It's gonna be harder for a, a woman or a black man in politics when you're trying to run for president. Your little mistakes and things in the past. Yeah. It's, it's a much gonna be treated differently. So all I'm saying is Trump when he ran. He's this quote unquote successful business person tells it how it is, is really just a celebrity and he won. Yeah. You know, he, he, despite all his bullshit, he actually somehow in that moment in history was like the vacuum was there for a person like him. Um, so what I'm saying with, for a lot of people we felt or feel about Trump, the way people feel about Kanye, what the fuck is he? He can't run. No, he's not going to run. Oh, he's running. Ah ha ha ha! This is a joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wait. Fuck. He's this fucking is, winning primaries. Yeah. Oh shit. So the only the only way I'll argue that is I think Kanye is just way way off the deep end. With he just lost. Like it, I think Trump at least had this perception, regardless of if you agree or not. Trump had this perception of being an intelligent, successful business person. To half the country, at least, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you have Kanye, who in a week just lost like two billion dollars worth of deals. So, he, like, you're just coming across as unintelligent in the things you're saying. So, I think it's harder to get on board. Like that guy would cripple us in a weekend, where Trump didn't cripple us. That's opinion, but he didn't. Well, he didn't cripple us. Well, Kanye just crippled himself in in a week. Well, that's. Uh, a, I don't think it's as apples to apples comparison. Yeah, no, because yeah, yeah. definitely he has now a, a crazy. I think my sort of hypothetical would made, would have made more sense like six months ago. Yes, before sure. Kanye did all that. Absolutely, because he's like a because he's a genius. He's yeah. business genius, right. music genius. Exactly. You know, it would self made. If he would have just chilled the fuck you know, out, I could easily see him doing the same thing. Right. So yeah, now it point, would be yeah. different because he's completely seen as a nutcase. Absolutely. Whereas Trump was seen as like a, as like 
maybe by some at least as like kind of evil and conniving and and sexist or whatever sure. piggish but like not a nutcase completely yeah and just batshit and i don't think any of it was like out there in your face as much either like trump wasn't trying to shed light on his his shortcomings where kanye seems to be like hey everybody look at me and all the crazy shit i'm doing yeah um, but yeah, no, like six months ago, probably if you had asked me that question, then like you could easily see him follow. But the now, same trend. but now they kind of are on the same. Cause he's like, depending on your perspective, cause now like with Trump, like after the election, it was stolen. Every time everything happens, it's stolen. Every, every time he's, yeah. he's uh, investigated, it's, you know, can some conspiracy, despite the obvious truth in front of us, his own daughter is like, yeah, I'm out of politics, you know? Yeah. So like Trump running for 2024 and Kanye running for 2024 are probably just as crazy. I don't think Kanye going in 2024 is as crazy as Trump in 2016, but yeah, Trump's got a bunch of shit going, going wrong for him now. And Kanye is also doing the same thing. So maybe they team up. So, well, I feel like that's an intentional statement you just made because Kanye suggested to Trump that, uh, he be his running mate and be, he did? yeah, I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know that in this meeting. <laughs> Yeah. So that's why I'm like, you're setting this up so perfectly. So Kanye tells Trump that I'm going to run in 2024, which we laughed about, kicked off this whole thing, our discussion we just had. And then I was going to say that Kanye suggested that Trump be his VP. He said that after that. He did say that. And Trump started screaming at him saying, there's no way you're going to win. You can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. Like totally freaked out about him running. Yeah, that would be a disaster. Cause, cause Trump needed a guy like Pence, yeah, to anchor his ticket. <laughs> yeah, and, you don't like, need to. He needed legitimacy you there. Don't need two you people know? doing the same. No, shit. <laughs> no. Trump would not run VP for fucking anyone. It could be his favorite person on the planet, and well, I will it's himself. So, <laughs> he would not be. Yeah, he's got to get with like Carrie Lake or like somebody like that. I don't know these people. That's the Arizona, the woman that's like. Very, she's like she was like a TV reporter maybe or something before okay. she ran for governor and she just barely lost. Oh. Um, she was one of those like election denier types running for governor of Arizona okay. and she's pretty, oh, which we she's talked pretty about. Like a movie star kind of look and you know I I could see her being like looks only get you Trump so far Lake. if you deny elections. Yes, yeah. Uh, Palin was pretty too, but yep. Um, so I mean that was that was kind of it for the the Trump Kanye dinner, but yeah, it's kind of like. Why invite why invite the guy, man? Like you just announced, you know it's going to be an uphill battle here somewhat. Or I think he knows that too. The fact that he's agreeing to tone down his shit and listen to his advisors, he knows it's going to be tougher this time. Right, but it's also it's like double-edged because he's not the same if he's not himself. You know, presidential Trump doesn't have the same freaking like pizzazz as, as... Yeah, but maybe he knows that that Trump lost the popular vote twice. Oh, I agree that he else. needs to. Yeah. I just wonder if it's just like another part of this like perfect storm of of things going against him because now he, he he's forced into needing to be presidential while also not being the type of guy that can really like fight on that plane. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I understand because you know, his whole his whole shtick was just like fucking 
in like 2016 in, in the primary debates and presidential debates was just like, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. You so know it's I mean? like if he switches to be presidential, maybe he'll get some of his uh, old voters that are moderate that dropped off, but then he's not going to get his radical voters that want him to be crazy. So it's kind of like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Neither situation gets you enough votes. Yeah, he's just not cool anymore. Yeah. You know, at least he was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And cool. And yeah, now, he, won't, he won't even join Twitter again. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what? I, I think Elon bought Twitter just to get Trump back on it, <laughs> and Trump's like, nah, thanks, pass. Yeah, it's kind we'll of, see how that it's goes. It's kind of rude, right? Yeah. You think he can resist? I mean, he's promoting his platform now, right? He's like, if you want Trump, you got to come to Truth Social. Yeah, I guess. Right, why would you join a, a competing? But I don't know, man. We're missing out on a lot of fun Trump tweets, because... Uh, do the Dems go on Truth Social just to look at what Trump says? Yeah, I, I, well, because I don't hear about his tweets as much anymore. Well, his his truths. <laughs> I don't. Well, I see him. I mean, because that's the only way we hear from him now, basically. So <laughs> I I see you know, pages will screenshot it that aren't right wing. Yeah, they'll fuck guess, this guy. I guess they're on there looking. Yeah, yeah. Which has to kill him, right? To have to fucking make an account on Truth Social just to follow him. <laughs> well, I think like they're helping. They're helping him, you. right? I guess. Yeah. I guess see? you have to make it. Yeah, what do you do? Look. You just can't resist fucking following him and shit talking him that you've helped him. There's not enough, there's not enough like journalists to really move the needle though. If the, if the everyday folks aren't on there, it's not yeah. gonna take off. Yeah. Fine. So it's time for off the cuff. It's up to you, man. Well, it's gonna be very off the cuff, off the cuff, because I forgot that I was <laughs> until like halfway through this episode, <laughs> I forgot I was the one this week to ask the question. But um I have one. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I know you hate sports. So that's okay. I'm going with so sports. You're go kind sports. Of. Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> might be a good one then. If, if you had to, and I'll answer, remember before you yeah, do, yeah, 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 if yeah, you yeah. had to um, be a season ticket holder of a, of a sports team in America, Don, you know, who would it be? Why? That sort of thing. Okay. So, um, it could be any sport, any town, but you know, so for me, obviously it'd be season ticket holder for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, like there's not a lot of things that, that I want that I don't have. Um, you know, but if I was gonna, uh, have enough money to do that, which I guess, you know, I could pull that off except for the fact that I have to fly there constantly and all that. I guess I, I could, I could pull like, it off if I want to be really crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Cause it's, it's expensive, but it's not like un unbelievably expensive per se. Um, but for me, it obviously be the Dallas Cowboys. That would be one of the things if I had um, even, you know, if I had crazy wealth, I'd have a private jet and I'd be at every Cowboys game, probably home and away, but I'd be a season ticket all of the Cowboys. Side note, the other thing that I want that uh, super rich people have is my own chef. That would be like, Ooh. because I just feel like it would be so much more easy to eat healthy and consistent and clean if I just, I'd have to think about it. You just there's show the up meal. from work. That would be easy, right? Like, yeah. okay, it'd be perfect. But anyway, Dallas Cowboys, everybody knows that, that knows me. I want a Very chef. Very obvious. Um, we, should, we should get a chef, like split one, split the cost of a chef. <laughs> He or she can alternate living at our house. Just trade off. It's, it's, it'll be half as much. You cook, you know, twice as much food at one person's house, and the other just shows yeah, up let's and picks it up. That. We should. Or you could just hire me, and I could quit. Quit your job? <laughs> <laughs> I can't pay you that much, man. <laughs> um, so, for you, 
Well, you you can't. So like, I had it right away, and then you're like, you picked an impractical one because like you're obviously not. You can't get to this game every to this place every time. So now I'm like, do I need to pick one that's better? I was gonna pick I one mean, local that I, mean, I could get to, you know. But you're I, like, fuck it. I'm gonna pick my favorite team, which makes sense. I get that. Just like how you can't facilitate that. So I was thinking I mean, in there's... my mind something I could facilitate. You mean like I you, mean, you go we're to dreaming, aren't we? I mean we're Yeah, my dream's not to be in a plane all the time going to my sports games. Okay. <laughs> yours I forgot yours. about you and yeah, flying. I fucking hate flying. So I, I my favorite sport to watch live is hockey. I would just get a Florida Panthers one because going down to the games are awesome. I drive there whenever I want, go see them. Um, watching them beat the shit out of each other, and it's like it's like encouraged. It's not like blowing whistles, throwing flags, everyone's splitting each other up. It's like, well, let's fucking, you know, beer break for the refs, and then dudes beat the shit out of each other, and then you know, penalty box after. Um, it's it's also an exciting game. Now I can't watch it on TV. I've tried really hard, but I can't follow the puck on the TV. It's too fast, so I don't ever watch it on TV. Yeah, and I don't really. I mean, I've said is it, it slower in person? The puck? You, you can see it. Like, I you can know. actually, like, yeah, it's like, it yeah, feels like, like you're closer and you can never really any, see it moving better. Anyone who watches hockey is, it would, would be like, you're an idiot. You can see the, the puck on the TV. But I swear to God, half the time I'm watching this dude and, and the shit's going on over here with the puck. And I'm like, I thought he had it. So I'm. NHL fans are so passionate that I've tried to watch it too. Yeah. And I just, like, I can't. And I've been to, like, um, professional hockey when I was like, kid but it wasn't nhl it was like uh it was like you know the lower rankings but still professional because they're paid sure where was this that you said uh this was in arkansas okay okay um it's like they have the solar bears up in orlando like so i think it was something like that so i've seen that as a kid but i can't remember details in terms of like trying to watch the game so as an adult i've tried to watch the nhl and i'm just like you know, I can't fall, I can't get into this. Have I, you I don't been know to any games in person? Not NHL. So not as an adult. Yeah. Like, so it's it's like it's a nice atmosphere. It's cool. You know, it's not yeah. hot. You're not dying. Yeah. Now, now this is a Florida problem. Obviously, a lot of people who watch sports outside more northern like this isn't a problem for you. But here, going to a sporting event kind of sucks because you're sweaty and gross and you get angry really easily because you're fucking hot. Same with going to Disney. Like you get pissed yeah, so you easy. Get stressed. Yeah, so when you go to a hockey game, like it's cold as shit, you know, and uh, and it's fun. I mean, you get you get right up close, see people getting slammed against the boards. Everyone's yeah. having a good time. Um, you know, baseball's kind of boring for me. Football's I like going to see football live, but it's you know it can be slow too. You know, it's four hours and a lot of time just a bunch of commercial breaks, people talking, huddling, bullshit. Um, basket, it, basketball's fun live, but I'd rather I'd, I'd go see I'd get season tickets for the Panthers. Yeah, because like watching football in person is kind of slower in a way too mm-hmm. like you can see what's happening better it, Absolutely. you know what i mean on tv yeah. they almost seem superhuman yeah in real life you can uh, they're obviously you Just know dudes. crazy athletes yeah. but like they're not you know what i mean yeah. like it seems more real <laughs> yep absolutely um so i'm guessing hockey's kind of like that where you can kind of get a better feel yeah for seeing what's happening in front of you a lot of them are really tiny too some of them are small. They snake around in there. Really? Some of them are... In hockey? Yeah, some of them are gargantuan, but sometimes you yeah. show up. And I mean, it's the same with football. Like You see some of the, the running backs or wide receivers, I think. Like, wide receivers are sometimes, like, just real, real okay. little lanky. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe they they're be tall, lanky. but they they're lanky, lanky dudes that are like... And you're like, that's you're pretty small. I mean, you described them looking they're like superhuman. They're not even necessarily... They're not all tall. They're, they're I mean, yeah. I mean, there's some that are, like, yeah. a sort of... 
somewhat normal height and lanky. Yeah, yeah so but just, on, just very good. On TV, they skill. just look like robots, you know, like these big buff, and then you get there, and sometimes they're just small little dudes running around um, catching, playing catch. Yeah, but I want to go to a Panthers game with you. Yeah, that'd be a really fun one. So yeah. we can set that up. It's definitely it's an experience. It's way better than uh, than on TV because on TV I just can't. I can't. I can't do most sports on TV, but hockey's like impossible to follow. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Appreciate you guys stopping by with us this morning or today, whatever. Uh, we're recording on Sunday morning, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whenever you're listening, thank you for listening. Yep. See y'all next week. Bye, everyone.